Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I want you to go with me where we left off on righteousness, Romans 4 and 1, and the passion we're going really, to, I really think the next couple of weeks I'm going to talk about righteousness. Nine o'clock, I kind of got nervous because I was like, we might be talking about this into the new year. The, uh, the, there's glory. Glory is just God's presence on his word and his people. There's glory in the building. The glory of God is the presence of God because he's confirming what I'm saying. I didn't write it. I'm just reading it because I'm reading it in the right um, timing or whatever you want to call it, I don't know. There's power here to transform your life. You can feel it. You don't have to feel it. You just know it. How do you know it? You could sense it. How do you sense it? You could feel it. So I don't know where you were at with this. doesn't make a difference. I want you to just believe. Well, now, here's what happens with this. Let me just tell you how this works. Okay, because I'm just going to cut to the answers. You will not believe this stuff on your own sometimes. You'll reject it because you know you better than anybody and you think, well, you know, but you don't know me. I'm going to give you access to believe this about you because your life is not about what you believe. It's about who you believe. So now you got to believe stuff. I'm just going to tell you what the Bible says. You do what you want with it. I'm nothing special. I'm just a pipe. But what I tell you, God said about you, you're going to have to accept or reject. You got to be real careful with the reject because you're like, performance Christianity. Performance Christianity is not the Christianity of the gospel. You do not have to perform anything. You received everything and now you walk in the blessing of it. So when I show you all these benefits, you just got to accept it because it wasn't my idea. It's a free gift. The reason why we don't understand some of this stuff and we're learning is this. Adam in the beginning was given everything, but when Adam was in the garden and he committed high treason or he rebelled against what God told him to do, he handed Lucifer basically the dominion of the earth and messed up the Eden-like condition we were supposed to live in. Okay? You understand? So we were supposed to live in Eden where the blessing was. God's been trying to get people back to Eden. He called it a promised land in the Old Testament. He calls it in Christ in the New Testament. He just wants us to get back to the place he originally planned for us because we weren't there when Adam messed up, but we were guilty by association because of his disobedience. See, mankind was in Adam. Remember how it doesn't kind of like it takes a miracle to figure this out. Adam and Eve, everybody was birthed out of Adam and Eve, and you try to do the math in your head and go, how'd they do that? It's a miracle. Just leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's kind of like you think about all this. You got to have faith for something, man. You might as well believe the Bible. So just stop trying to be like, where are dinosaurs? Who cares? Yeah, dinosaurs were here. Whatever. Get what I'm saying. Just live in this. Adam and Eve Everybody, the human race was in Adam. When Adam sinned, we weren't there. We went down, guilty by association, in Adam. Jesus came and gave us in Christ reality. That's why you get born again, fancy terminology, because you can't stay in you. You got to be in him, in Christ, so you can get out of you. So you can what? Experience this new life and new ability in Christ Jesus. That's not fancy. That's just the gospel. But we don't understand this. So why does God want us to get a revelation of righteousness? Because we were in right standing in the garden. Remember when Adam didn't have sin? He wasn't naked. He wasn't ashamed. 
He wasn't hiding from God. He wasn't covering himself. He wasn't He was plain and day. Why? Because when the glory of God shows up like that, you don't notice all that humanity garbage. Jesus wants you right back to that same spot he originally had for you. So like we were guilty by association with Adam, we're freely acquitted by what Jesus did in for us on the cross. So did you, so like it, it doesn't seem fair. Like, man, we just get this free life. Well, it didn't seem fair that we got the free guilt because Adam jacked it all up. So why would you not take the free gift? Because this guy messed it all up. I was, were you there? No. So stop trying to make it harder to receive what God wants to give you because religion tried to get in there and go, it's got to be harder than that. No, don't mess up the simplicity of the gospel. That's what the apostle Paul warned us. Why? Because that was the big fight they were having. Because James was coming in and Peter was coming in and they were trying to bring Judaism and areas of it in there and they got mad. He said, look, you can't put this on these people. Was your righteousness given by basically reward based upon uh, your actions? No. It was a free gift. So why would you put these things, what you should eat, what you should, think about the whole Bible, what you should eat, what you shouldn't do, what you should observe. He's like, don't put that on them. They're free in Christ. That's what happens with the church. We're free in Christ, and then the church gets a hold of you and messes you all up. Amen. Do's and don'ts and this and that. Your life is not this. Let me show you Jesus, okay? He doesn't do this. Okay, you're here, you're here, and then when you get there, it's going to be great. He's like, no, you got born again, I gave you everything, and now your life's going to be a discovery of how great you really are. It's not an unveiling of growth. He, did, you get a little, did you get like a little mini Holy Ghost when you got saved? You got a baby Holy Ghost? No, you got the fullness thereof. Now you just peel the onion of discovery of who I am in Christ, and now I'm renewing my mind to this stuff, and whoa, you better watch out when I start renewing. Watch when you start believing this stuff about you. Because righteousness is the pillar, foundational pillar we need to build our life on. Because when you got righteousness, what's your prayer life look like? I'm going to teach the word of God in here for the next six months. I can tell you right here now. And then we'll manifest God. I'm just going to stay like this and just teach this stuff because you guys are sharp. You're pulling. This is the stuff you want to hear. You know, you don't want to do those goofy sermons, you know. Oh, you know. No, come on, man. This is the stuff you need. This ain't goofy. This is going to change your life, you know. So what? Righteousness. What's your prayer life going to look like when you know you're righteous? Come on, man. Jesus gets all his prayers answered. So do I. See, the problem is we didn't have the revelation, and it's hard to have the activation of of the results without the revelation. Or basically, without the revelation, you can't really get a good return on the results. But once you get a revelation, then the results, they're just a byproduct of what I received already. You know what I'm saying? So it becomes easier. So I'm saying? So you ever, it's like this. I'm, I'm setting you all up. Yeah, right? The other day, I had to put something together at the house. I was mad at it, right? The stuff had the parts. The directions were there. It wasn't the parts and the directions. It was the assembler. The assembler didn't know what he was doing. Are you here? So if you got the, all the parts and you got the paperwork to get it done, you can't get mad at the manufacturer, even though I was yelling at him. Stupid light, piece of junk. Junk, want to kick it? No, you got to look in the mirror. I started laughing at myself. You know, I came back. I went outside the house because I need that every once in a while. I laughed at myself. Then I wonder why I didn't call, just call the guys here to do this stuff for me because I thought I was cute, right? And I was like, there. I should have called Peanut and it would have been taken care of. But I was like, great. 
So now I'm yelling, and I walk back in the house, I start laughing. After I, I was like, oh my God, I'm such a goofball. I'm like, you know what it is? It's not the stuff, it's you, you ding dong. I looked in the mirror, I was like, you're the problem, man. <laughs> you can't look at God and go, what's the matter with you? He gave you the parts, the pieces, and he gave you the assembly book. You got to look at the assembler, you, and go, what are you doing wrong? So let's fix what we got to fix. Let's all get over it and let's get better results. Amen? Look what it says here. We're starting where we left off. Let me use Abraham as an example. What's that? Now, we were here. We're going to go real slow because I ain't in no hurry. Okay? Let me use Abraham. Okay, what was that? Here's what I want you to know. What was his experience of being made right with God? This is what humanity wants to know. Am I right with God? Yes, you are. If you think of every question everybody had in the Bible, what was it? I know God can do that, but will he do it for me? Centurion shows up. I know you can, but will you do it for me? Sick guy shows up. We know you can. Blind guy shows up. I know you can, but will you do it for me? That's the cry of humanity. I know God can, but will, does, he want, does he want to do it for me? Will he do it for me? Yes and amen, he wants to. And it's not based upon your Christian performance of why he wants to do it. It's on your in Christ position of why he wants to do it. Does that make sense? So you've been having a really bad season of Christianity. Doesn't really matter. He didn't base it on your really bad season of Christianity. This is like, you're giving people license to sin. No, I'm not. You're already sinning. You need no license for this mess. Come on. You know what I'm trying to get you to understand is this, is that it's not based on, oh, you, no, it's based on in Christ realities. He didn't do it for you because of what you did. Therefore, you cannot undo what he did for you on the cross. I'll say it again. He did not do it for you because of what you did. He gave it to you because of what Jesus did. And therefore, what you do cannot undo what Jesus did for you on the cross. Did you get it? Yeah. Let's read it. Look right here. It's good stuff. You're smart, man. This ain't easy. This is why you got to prepare your heart to hear this. It's a weight, man. I got so excited because I was like, I'm just going to go step into glory. People just want to communicate. I was like, we ain't communicating nothing in here. It's going to let glory come out of this, wherever it comes, out of you, out of me, wherever it comes. I don't care how it comes. Just let it hit you linger on you. You get in the car to go home and things will just start firing off. God will start speaking to you about the great things you're going to do. That's what he wants. Atmosphere where the glory is. Step in the room, you feel like, man, there's something in there. It ain't the fog machine. Glory to God. That's why that stuff doesn't bother me. Lights, fog, who cares? You can put candy canes up there. I don't care. Presence. Weight. Look what he says. Now watch this. What was his experience being made right with God? That's what I want to know. Watch verse 2. Here we go. He tells you all of it. Was it his good works or the keeping of the law? Nah. See, that's what they try to do. They try to get you a little bit of Christianity and a lot of bit of law. You know, 9 out of 10 of these religions that are wrapping around Christianity, that's what it is. It's law-based. That's why you got to be careful you don't get sucked in all this mess. Don't get in all this, keeping the law, all this stuff. You ain't got to keep the law. If you keep the one law, the law, only law you got to keep is the law of faith. It acts as the law of love. So the difference for the Christian is just walk by faith. That's all. 
That's the access point. If you walk in faith, you'll walk in love. See it? So the only law that we commit is what? To is the law of faith. What's we preach? He's going to tell you. All right, don't, you guys are sharp. You're picking this up. Watch. I'm going to show you. You're going to get excited in a minute. Watch. If it was by the things he did, he could boast about it. You know what I'm saying? So if he said, look what I did, he could take credit. And God said, you ain't going to get credit for righteousness based on anything you did. Let it sink in. We got all the time in the world. I'm coming back next week to talk about it again, bro. You can't get away from me. I might talk about this in January because you like it. And I like the atmosphere. I like the feel. You see it? So he said, what? You like this? So what? Keep reading the law. If it was by the things he did, Abraham, he would have something to boast about, but no one gets to boast before God. You can't show up to God and go, hey, look at my church attendance. Hey, look what I did. Why is that? Look at verse 3. Listen to what the scripture says. What does the scripture say? Abraham believed God's word and his faith transferred God's righteousness into his account. Now watch this, watch this, watch this. Now all you people that have been with me and all you Bible school students better pay attention because you're about ready to get in trouble if you don't answer this right. Okay? Abraham did what? He believed God. Abraham believed, and what did God equal Abraham's belief to? Faith. He believed God and his word and his faith transferred. What have I been telling you for, since I've been here? Faith is simply what you believe. That's all it is. Hebrews 11.1, 1, who can figure it out? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtain a good report. By this, we understand the world's refrained by faith. What does that mean? Now faith is. No, Jesus, all throughout the Bible, does get this. This is how you're going to find out what faith is, because faith is what you're supposed to have. Because if you don't have faith, you can't please God, Hebrews 11.6. So what is faith? Faith, simple, easy definition is faith is what I believe. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Great. Big deal. What do you do when what you hear? If you do not accept what you hear when you hear it, you will reject it. If you're a rejecter, faith is not a stackable. Faith is not a size. Faith is an obtainer. Faith is not a container. It's an obtainer of the promises of God. And it's not just obtaining. That's why you got to read the book. The thing tells you what it is. It's not just promises. It protects you. Lifting up the shield of faith, we quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Faith, faith, faith. So what is faith? Simply what I believe. Abraham's showing us. Abraham believed God and got faith. Sounds like currency. Sounds like an account. Sounds like an exchange. Sounds like a transfer, a pin code. That's what he's saying. He said he believed the minute he believed he had faith. Once he had faith, God saw his faith and gave him righteousness based on what? The transfer of account. Pop that up there. Let me see. Thank you, Mom. Look at this. So I says, because Abraham believed God's word, whatever he told you, that could be what he told you too, promises for you, whatever it is. Abraham didn't even have really a scriptural promise. He had a promise from the mouth of God. You know, does that make sense? You know what I mean? It was like written. He didn't have a Bible running around there. He had to believe what God said. You're going to be the father of many nations. So it could be what God told you about your business. It could be what God told you about your marriage, tell you about your kids. I don't know. What did God tell you? I don't know if it's God. Who cares? Believe it anyway. If it's good, believe it. If it's God, it'll happen. Come on, right? 
believe God's word, his faith. As soon as he believed, he got what? Faith, which was an exchange. Once God seen the faith, he did what? He transferred God's righteousness into his account. All you got to do is believe. Now, why am I saying that? Because this is very important. Because I've been made the righteousness of God. But how many of you know, I have to have agreement with God about everything he said in his Bible for me to activate it into my life. That's where Christians miss it. Is there a bunch of Christians out here that don't believe praying in tongues is for today? Yes. Is there a bunch of Christians out there in the world that don't believe God's will is to heal? Yes. That don't mean they're not righteous. That just means in that position, they're not walking in the righteousness of God. And even though God would give it to them, until you have acceptance there, you will not have the benefit of walking in those blessings. Did you get it? Did you get, did you get that? Okay, we're good? We're going to move on now. You all right? You understand? I know you're smart. Keep going. Watch this. When people work, you earn a wage. You can't consider it a free gift if you earned it. Are you seeing righteousness? He's like, you can't earn it. You just got to receive it like a free gift. So I go to work. If I go to work for you, right? I go to work. I show up. You're going to pay me at the end of the week. I can't walk in there and say, you know, hey, look what I did. He can't walk in there and say, look what I did. I worked. He paid me. It's over. If, but if he says, hey, here's a free gift, you just got to what? Accept it. Why do we have a hard time accepting the free gift? We don't think we deserve it. Because you got to get an understanding of sonship and, and, and understand daughter, your, 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 your sons and daughters. Gender is no gender in the Bible. And he says, he called her Adam too. It's a human race. You want to know what's really funny? You didn't even, God didn't name Eve. Adam did. That's why a lot of your identity is found within your relationship with your husband. When, that'll, be, that'll be a national bestseller. They're, they earn wages. I should be left alone on the island someplace. It can't be considered a free gift because they earned it. You getting it? Like I go in there and go, hey, God, look at me. He's like, nah, it's a free gift. Just receive it. Righteousness. And it doesn't change based upon your performance. You getting this? So you had a real good run on Christianity, but now you're a little lame all in your Christianity. He ain't taking away righteousness because he made you righteous. He didn't give you righteousness. He made you righteous. How was I made righteous? Through justification because when I got born again, you ain't in you no more. You're in Christ. So does Jesus' righteousness wear off? Then yours can't either. Now, you either identify your life in Adam or Christ. We keep reading. No one earns God's righteousness. It can only be transferred when you no longer rely on your own work. Woo! Let that, let that settle in. Let that settle in. But no one earns God's righteousness perpetually righteous. Not, I was righteous when I got born again. You're righteous right now. You're knee deep in God knows what righteous right now. Well, you know, brother. No, there ain't no, no brother, nothing. Knee deep. You ain't gonna like this. High as a kite. Could care less what you're gonna say to me. I'm right, you're wrong. Shout out. Messed up. Christianity Blown out nuts, righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
He can't take off of you what God put in you. He made you it. Now you are living beneath the benefits of it. And you were deprived from the excellence of life you can have if you stay in that mess. But it's the goodness of God that leads you to grow out of this stuff, not me hammering you in the head. So there ain't no license to do nothing in here. Really, truly, those people are just ignorant and don't know who they are. And I hate that word because it sounds bad because somebody got to teach you and I'm here to teach you. That's why they came in here smoking dope. And that one guy, the one guy was the best. He said, I smoked, I, he said, I, I have professional, I had professional drug users. I'm not proud of it, but I helped them. I was like, I had guy tell me, I drink 21 beers a weekend. I said, well, praise be to God. That's a record. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, I'm getting better. We went from 21 to none. Come on, somebody. That's what I'm talking about. I talk about real life people smoking a little crack on the weekend. It's the truth. They came in and said, that's what I do. I said, well, praise be to God. We got to get that out of your mouth. And guess what? Went from smoking dope to not smoking dope. Went from doing drugs to not doing drugs. Went from this to that. Come on. You're talking real life people with real problems. You got to help people, man. But I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, it's not going on. They're still the righteous God of Christ. Once they discovered who they were, they live beyond who they think they are. Because you ain't who you think you are. You're what the Bible says you are. That's why we're finding this out. So no one earns God's righteousness. It can only be transferred when you no longer rely on your own works, but believe in the one who powerfully declares the ungodly to be righteous. That was us. We ain't ungodly no more. Woo! To be righteous in his eyes. It is faith. Oh, my God. You reading this? That transfers God's righteousness into your account. Now, here's the thing. Remember Romans 10? We, 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 we dodged into that today. Go to King James. Romans 10, 8, when you get saved. For the heart man believeth in the righteousness with the mouth of confession is made thereunto salvation. You guys getting this? You pulling this in? What the heart man believes on the righteous, right? Romans 10. But the faith, oh, you want to leave it there? That's fine. But the faith righteousness we receive speaks in this way. God's living message is very close to you, and as you close your own heart, what do you say? It's close to your own heart, right? But in the King James, pop the King James up there, Ma, because it says it like this, please. The, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's when you got born again. You got that? You got that? Yep. Now watch this. For what the heart man does what? Please. First Peter 3, 4 is the hidden man in the heart. That's the real you. You with me? You with me? That's the spiritual you. When he says heart, he ain't talking about your blood pump, pumping, pumping, pumping. He's talking about your spirit man. But what the faith, come on, now go slow. But with the heart man believes unto faith is of the heart. With the heart man does what? He believes. What happens the moment man believes? He's in a righteous position with God. Now, this was for salvation. What do you got to do to get saved? Believe in the heart, confess with your mouth. Guess what you got to do with anything with God? You got to believe in your heart, and then you got to, next step is whatever. Some things you got to speak, some things you got to do, some things you got to receive. Are you seeing it? Faith is of the heart. So, with the heart, man does what? Believes. Well, how in the heaven do I believe in my heart? You got to hear in your ear. Mark chapter 4 says this. What, when any man hears the word. Mark chapter 4 is all about the seed of the word of God coming in your ear. Coming in your heart. How do you write upon your heart? With your tongue. Your words are the pen of a ready writer. You write upon your own 
You speak, you're, you can speak it. That's why it's important what you're hearing. That's why I tell these young kids, don't listen to goofballs. Only listen to what, listen to good stuff. Don't, I'm, 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 I'm just listening to it. No, it's getting in your eyes and your ears. Anything in your eye, don't watch garbage and don't listen to garbage. It's your eyes and your ears are the gates into your soul. It gets in there. You understand? That's how it happens. People don't understand. Why you think they try to do this subliminally? Why you think commercials are not allowed to do that rapid fire stuff because they they, they'll brainwash you to this junk? You know, they can't do that commercial stuff. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know what I'm saying. If it gets in front of your eyes too much, It'll do it. All right, that's neither here nor there. You hear, you pulling this in? So heart belief, you understand this? Adds righteousness, and then add, so what, what do I got to get beliefs formed? In my heart. How do I get beliefs formed in my heart? With the word of God. Okay, now this is, why are you telling me this? Because you got to realize this, you got to receive what I'm telling you. Watch this. Okay. Keep going. Watch, 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 watch verse 6. We're going to go back to Romans 4 and 6. You all right? So you see what I'm saying? So watch this. Let me, let me show you this. Come here because I'm losing some of you. Okay? It's all right. I'll pull you back in. I feel it in my heart. It's not like you're out too far. I can pull you back. Ready? Here's what I'm trying to get you to say. How many? How many? Okay. You show, they show up sick. Bible says, First Peter, healed by his stripes. You got to f- figure out whether you're going to agree with that or not. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's great. But you still got to accept what you hear to be truth. So is it truth or not? Nobody can believe it for you. The moment you say, yes, Lord, I believe it, you're in righteous position with God. Next thing is God can do and transfer, and you can take steps of faith, and you can do all this other stuff. Without the agreement, there's no righteous position. Therefore, what? You're not in connection in that righteousness, even though you've been made righteousness, and therefore God cannot produce what he said he could do for you because you're not in position to receive it. Want to do it again? We'll do it again. There's denominations out there. Let's go slow. This will make it simple. Are there denominations out there that do not believe it's the will of God for you to pray in tongues? Yes. yes. Are they saved? Yes. Are they going to heaven? Yes. Are they the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Yes. yes. But are they standing in righteousness with God? See, righteousness is not just a word. It's right standing with God in what he said. So even though they're made righteous, are they going to walk in righteousness to receive that healing? Are they going to receive that Holy Ghost tongues? No, they're not. Even though it's a benefit, even though they're saved, even though they're righteous. Are you getting this? Are you seeing this? I come in here and tell you you're going to be rich. You're like, well, I'm just happy where I'm at. Okay, if you just come in here happy where you're at, what are you going to do when I say you're going to not accept, and therefore even though you could have exceedingly overflow, abundance, overwhelming you, guess where you're going to live? I'm good where I'm at. Are you seeing this? Are you righteous? Yes. Are you in right standing with God? Yes. But you got to get an agreement. It's kind of like this. If God's over here, right? This is the way I do it all the time. It's easy to see. If God's over here saying, hey, here's the life I got. It's eating. It's the blessing. It's the good stuff. It's up here. It's life like it was in the beginning. There ain't no shame. There ain't no pain. There ain't no sick. There ain't no lack. There ain't none of this mess. It's eating like condition. Promise lamb and time. But I'm over here. And me and you are over here. Here's me and you. Hey, I'm just doing life. God's like, step up. God's like, come up. And you're like, well, I'm just happy where I'm at. I'm okay with a little sick. I'm okay with a little broke. I'm a little. He's like, man, if you do not get in agreement with me, we cannot. Now, watch, because you ain't going to talk right here. You ain't going to think right here. You're not going to believe right here. You're not going to do this right. You ain't going to c- comprehend right. You're going to think like the church. They, ah, you know, rah, rah. No, until you what? You elevate yourself 
in righteousness, in Christ, and get up here and say, I'm going to say what God says. I'm going to think what God thinks. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. I'm going to, see, you got to get up in this position that he gave you by your faith belief system. That's what he's talking about. Because if you don't, you'll live beneath. Look what he says here. Look, even King David, look at verse 6. You're doing good, man. This is wait. This is what I told you. You're going to have to think in here because you got to fight through that to kind of hold you back. And I'll show you in the end. I'll set you all up. Even King David himself speaks regarding what? The complete wholeness that comes sides in person when God's powerful declaration of righteousness is heard. Wait a minute, man. Go back to that one more time, huh? Look at this. Even King David himself spoke to us regarding what? The complete wholeness. Righteousness is going to put stuff back in you that, the, that the, the fall tried to suck out of you. That comes inside the person when God's powerful declaration of righteousness is heard. Over our life, apart from our works, because God's work is enough. Man, I ain't got to work for nothing. And I'm not saying you were, but you know what I'm saying. You go pray those prayers, and sometimes you don't know. Does Jesus get his prayers answered? Then I do too. Because who gave you his righteousness? This is why the new birth is so important. You know, everybody come here, you born again? You one of those born againers? You one of them born againer Christians? Are you a born againer? And then all of a sudden you got to hang on because you don't know if they're one of those, you know, there's some over the top born againers. They float in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? You want those, are you a floater? Or what kind of born again are you? And we don't even know what we got. What do you mean born again? Well, you're not in you. You're in Christ. Well, I look like I'm in me. Yeah, I know. In the earth, you look like you're in you. But for you to live in the new birth, you're in Christ. He's in me. I'm in him. And the life I now have is what? Come on, somebody. And the life we now have is in him. Well, how's he in me and I'm in him? This is weird faith. You got to believe it. So when you get born again, who gave you his righteousness? You're not in you. So if you positionally were in Christ, does Christ have a perfect relationship with God? Then you do too. Now see, where are you identifying yourself? I'm still in Adam. Get out of Adam. Get in Jesus. Everything I'm telling you is biblical. Are you seeing this? Well, where are you right now? I'm in Christ. In him I live and move and have my being. That's what Acts says. See, this is what I'm saying. It tilts your head. you got to believe me. Just trust me. Just say yes. Just say it's me, for me. Just take it. I'm not in me. The problem with you is everybody you're around, all of you, tries to tell you who you used to be. Nobody really knows who I am. But God does. See, everyone around you reminds you of your humanity. They, they, they actually remind you of your flaws. You're trying to fight for understanding of identification in Christ, and everybody around you is telling you who you are and your slights and your faults. And all of a sudden, that's why you get around people that don't even realize who you are and just tell you who you're going to be. Because you are. It's important. That's why who you hang around with is important. Okay, let's keep going because I know I got you thinking. Right? Watch this, watch this, watch this. Write, write this down. 
Just write these down. Righteousness restores to man everything that he lost. Write down. You guys are thinking in here. It's thick in here since 9 o'clock. So I was like, I don't know if I'm getting it all. You'll get it. It's weight. Because you got to realize this. You've been, I, I got to deprogram you and reprogram you to the truth of the gospel. It's going to take a little time. But just take it and run with it. Righteousness restores everything that you and I lost in the fall. Did you write that down? Okay. Now let me explain it. In the fall, plus it gives us a new relationship as a son and a daughter with every single privilege. Okay. Righteousness gives us the understanding of Christ's finished work. You got that? I'm going to explain all that. And our standing, write this down. Number two, your standing with God is restored. Righteousness comes to us in the new birth reality, and it restores our standing before God. It takes away this, our sin consciousness, because your sin consciousness is what crippled you and robbed you from spiritual identification. Did you get that? And then I'm going to show you that. Then we're going to go to Romans 3.21. Let's go to that, and that'll help him, okay? Okay? It restores to man the standing before God on the same ground that Jesus enjoyed on his earth walk. I'm going to say it again. Okay? This is what it does. Okay? It restores man. What does righteousness do? It restores to man the standing before God Almighty himself on the same ground that Jesus enjoyed when he walked the earth. That's what righteousness did. It gives you the same position as Jesus had in the earth when he was here. That's what righteousness does. It gives you the same position. It gives you the same privileges. It gives you the same identification. It gives you the same. You you ever hear this stuff? When God looks at you, he sees Jesus. That's how he does it. We hear all this stuff, but we got to understand this stuff. You getting it? Well, how does he do that? Righteousness. How can I have oneness with Christ? Righteousness. How do I have identification with Christ? Righteousness. The better revelation of righteousness we get, the smarter we're going to be in understanding this thing. Look what it says. This righteousness comes through belief. Watch 321. But now, we're going to read like a couple verses, right? Watch this. But now, independently, uh, right, of the law. But for now. But now, independently of the law, the righteousness of God, which is what? Tangible. And brought to us light through Jesus, the anointed one. This is the righteousness that we what? the scripture prophesied would come. And it is God's righteousness made visible through the faithfulness of Jesus Christ. And now all who believe in him receive the gift. For there is no, what? Difference between us. Go back. I, see, that's work. You, hear, you, feel the, you feel the thud in the room? Boom, how am I going to believe that? Because I'm going to sit here for six weeks and pound it in your head. Go, go back, go back, go back. But now, the righteousness of God, tangibly brought to us, made right with God, in right standing with God, your prayer life is going to go through the roof. Your confession will go through the roof. I'm telling you, man, you know you're right. It's as good as Jesus being here. You walk, this is not going to make you arrogant, because this is what happens. Let me explain something to you. Revelation. Because people don't really get this. Oh, if you start telling people this, it'll cripple you in humility. It will not make you arrogant. Trust me. Trust me. You, you start understanding the power God gave you, you will not become arrogant. You will be crippled from the, from the weight of it. 
that God, you'll share this with me, and it will it'll make you cry because you can't be this good. And nobody, t- and they know. Then it makes you a little bit like nobody told me you this is good. Nobody told me you were this good. Because if I if I would have known you were this good, God, I would I would I would I would I would have wanted to find this out earlier because you're you're so good. How can you be this good? How come nobody told me he's this good? How can you be this good, God? How can you be this good and people don't want to know you? How can you be this good? Because he is. It's a lot. That's why I want to stop. I give you like 40 minutes. It's a lot, man. It's like a lot. It's like, I don't even know what's happening. Just sit in the room. It's happening. Because everybody's at all different paces in here. Look what it says. The righteousness of God is tangible, right? And brought to light through Jesus. The anointed one. This is the righteousness that what? Boom. That, keep going. This scripture prophesied would come. It is God's righteousness made visible through the faithfulness of Jesus. So now everything that he did on the cross has become made visible about righteousness. The whole thing. Because you got to understand, this is what happened. Watch this now. Come on, pay attention to me. Adam in the garden lost everything we were supposed to have. Jesus goes, great, what am I going to do? He's got to find Abraham to believe him. So he puts redemption. Okay? That's the plan for man to go back to the garden-like condition. Eden's perfect. Redemption. And then he's got what? He's got grace. He's got righteousness. He's got it all in there. So redemption was the plan that God had. Grace accesses, right? Everything redemption stored up. But faith has to be accessed. So faith taps into grace. And grace taps into redemption. And the redemptive plan of Christ was done on the cross. So all the benefits come to me and you from redemption through grace. Mercy's in there somewhere. So let's just go. Redemption, mercy, grace. And all you got to do is say, I believe. And you're going to complicate it. And try to go, I got to figure it out. I don't know how my stupid car starts. I have no stinking idea. I got a fob thing, and I put it in the car, and if it's in your pocket, sometimes it doesn't recognize it. It even tells you that. I can't see the key. I'm like, what's well, in my pocket? And I press a button, which is really wacky, and it goes, boom, and it starts. I don't know how it starts. I don't go outside my house and go, well, let me figure out how this works before I go anywhere. Are you nuts? You'll be there for nine days. Listen to me. Just take it and use it and stuff. I don't know how the air conditioning works, but I like it. Hello? Praise be to God. I don't know how prepping all that food works. I like to eat it, though. Glory to God. Why? Get out of the fact of having to know how everything works. Just go, God, I believe. If you look down from heaven and I, you see me, God, you're going to see somebody just going, I believe. I don't know how, but I just believe. Watch why. Come on. We're almost done. Look right here. Come on. This is it. God's righteousness made visible. And now all who believe, there's faith again. Because faith equals belief and belief equals, because he used it interchangeably all throughout the Bible. Jesus did. So then if he did it, you can do it too. And now all who believe in him receive what? The gift. Wah! It's a gift. Bro, you give me something, I'm taking it. If I don't like it, I'm going to give it away. 
Who doesn't take a gift? Take it. For there is no what? Difference between us. For what? Between, no difference between us. Okay, good. Keep going. Watch this. Because right, for we have all sinned and are in need of the glory of God. We ain't sinners saved by grace. Ain't no more. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Never been one like you before. Now what do we got to do? We got to rise up to our level of righteousness. Guess what we're going to do next week? Come back and do it for another. Until we get it over and over and over and over and over. Because there ain't no difference between him and there ain't no difference for you. Because you're in him. And when you start seeing yourself in him, you start walking like him, you start think Jesus, you start thinking like him, you start activating like him, you start doing everything like him. And then you start out of humanity and out of Adam and out of a dead race and you step into Christ and you start walking and talking like the spirit man you are in woman. And that's when your life changes for you. You can leave the music on, it's cute. Greg, you understand what I'm saying? I know I'm done, I hit it. You ready? You got to believe this stuff. I'm telling you, next couple weeks I want to stretch you, but you got to be in this building. Because you can't get this on that thing. The atmosphere charges weight. If you get it at their house, they can go through. But you got to sit in this thing and soak in it. It'll come in you. Amen? Come on, close your eyes. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for the revelation of righteousness. I thank you, Lord, that as we walk through this and we walk in it and we get even closer, we're going to know even more who we are and what we could do. Thank you, Father, for rearranging our life in righteousness and let us see who we are. Get the eyes of the understanding to see and know greater than ever before who they are and what they can do. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.